John, please tell me how this pandemic has affected Human Rights Watch Film Festival this year. Boy, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a whirlwind. Um, you know, as as you may know, we had our London festival scheduled for March 12th to 20th, and we had just completed the opening night of that festival on March 12th, and the next day we had to shut down the entire festival. So all that work and all the filmmakers, a number of whom were in were in London, and had to then go home. Um, and of course, we helped them through those plans but it was really it was a rough rough moment to have to cancel the first festival we've ever had to cancel for human rights watch film festival uh and then at that point we you know we could see what was happening and 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 looking towards new york too we realized if we wanted to have an edition of the festival this year in new york we had to start you know very quickly pivoting and looking for a platform for that At the same time, we really didn't want to let go of the films in London. And so we found a home for them as well. Nine of the 13 films we were going to put up in London, up on Curzon Home Cinema, which actually starts tomorrow. Um, uh, it, it was delayed by quite a bit just to put that together, but it starts tomorrow and runs uh, through June 5th. And then right after that, we're pivoting to New York, which, as you know, runs June 11th through the 20th. Um, so it is quite a compressed schedule, but we really felt that we could not not have um, festivals this year. You know, we have London and New York once a year, and to have to not bring these amazing films to the audiences for what would be two years, basically, was just too much for us. So we really worked hard, and we found you know, solutions. Um, one was partnering with an established online presence in London, but for New York, we went with a, um, a platform called Shift72, which you may have heard of, or some of the listeners may have heard of, because they've worked with um, a number of the big film festivals like South by Southwest and um, AFM, the you know, film market, as well as uh, Cannes and some other places. So, um, It's a really beautiful platform and it's up now and um, we are really excited to be presenting 11 films for New York online in our first ever New York online edition. How audiences could access the films and watch them? Well, the films are available, um, you know, they're, they're on this platform, Shift 72, but it's, you know, it's obviously the Human Rights Watch Film Festival. And if you go to our website, ff.hrw.org and you click on the New York Online Digital Festival you, you, you'll go right there and you'll see the films um, they're all priced at $9 and for members of uh, Film at Lincoln Center or IFC Center you get a discount um, uh, you know and it's an $8 ticket and um, you know it's, it's a pretty and, and all the information of course is up there both on our website and on The, the platform. So it's, it's, it's pretty seamless. It's very easy um, to, to just click and to watch any of the films. We also have a film festival pass, um, which is uh, great because it's, a, it's quite a bit of savings of money and you can watch all the films within that two week period. All those films will be available starting June 11th and running through June 20th. So you can watch any film 
on any day during that period. And then, of course, at the end, the, the, all the films will be taken down because the festival will have concluded on the night of the 20th. The festival is geo-blocked for the U.S. Um, and so every film in the 11 films are all U.S. digital premieres, uh, which is really great. It's actually something that we're very excited about because for the first time for our New York festival, we have a, a U.S.-wide audience which is really great for us in expanding uh, our festival's reach and the message, as well as the possibility for um, nationwide, U.S. nationwide press for all these films through our pub publicists, which is really uh, wonderful. And I think the filmmakers have been very excited about that as well, to be able to provide a large press platform and an audience from all around the country. How well the idea of Human Rights Watch Film Festival going online was received by the filmmakers? That's a very good question. So, you know, this was something we were wondering when we started inviting films for the New York Online Digital Festival. How, what would the response be from filmmakers and film distributors? And actually, we were really very heartened, very pleased that for the most part, with very few exceptions, the films we invited all said yes. Uh, they were excited. Um, they realized, you know, how this time has shifted so radically and their strategies for how to roll out the films had really been brought short and cut off. You know, for most of these folks, they had all kinds of festival plans that they were going to roll out this film with, and then suddenly there were no festivals. So for us to come back online, um, the New York Human Rights Watch Film Festival I think it was a big relief and, and, and for the filmmakers. And I think a lot of them were really excited to make that pivot and, and go online with us. Um, so it's been a great response. And also, I just wanted to say that, you know, the films, the lineup of films, it's a very hopeful uh, lineup of films. The, the message that's coming through from this collection of films is how to overcome adversity and the remarkable ways that individuals and communities are able to overcome adversity uh, in the face of strong opposition. And, and this relates to, you know, what everyone around the globe is feeling right now. We have a profound shared adversity we're all facing. And I think it's a special moment to be able to bring these films to people and, and, and to show them how, you know, ordinary folks like them have been up against huge, huge problems and have managed a way around them. And I think that's, that's a message that everyone needs to hear right now. With festival going online, are you going to take the festival to the other cities in the United States like previous years? That's a really good question too. Yeah, with, with this platform, we have an agreement, you know, for a year actually. And so uh, our plan after New York is to present um, probably a few of the cities that we work in uh, on the platform, so on, an online festival. And also we've begun an, a new enterprise called um, the Human Rights Watch Film Club. So we're gonna present individual films, you know, for a given audience, like it could be in the US or, or some will be in Europe, um, you know, geared for Europe time, time zones. So there's going to be a whole series of films uh, that are going to be rolling out through us throughout the year, which is very exciting. You know, we've never done that before.
Do you have Q&A sessions? We do. Uh, we, you know, for those folks who know the Human Rights Watch Film Festival already, they know that one of the main elements of our festival is discussions. And of course, you know, before the COVID-19 crisis happened, that would have meant live discussions with the filmmakers in person in the cinemas. Of course, we can't do that now, but what we've done is we've made sure to have a live online Q&A with every film in the New York Festival. So there will be 11 of those that, you know, that are on our website and you can, they're free. They're all free um, uh, live Q&As. And so any of the audience that's seen the film, they can watch that Q&A at any point. They can watch it live when it happens. It'll also be uploaded to Facebook afterwards and, and will also be on our, our website so you can see it later if you wish. Uh, and it's a really important ingredient for us. And we've spent a lot of time and attention to that. Um, we're still working on that to, to put those panels together and to have the filmmakers and film subjects and everyone come together for these live online Q&As, which is very exciting. Are there films with social justice theme among the films participated at the festival? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. I mean, the festival has always, I think, been an important platform for all kinds of human rights, but certainly for social justice issues. And, and you know, this year is no exception to that. We have a number of films that talk uh, a lot about um, issues of social justice um, and, and, and films like, for instance, the opening night film, Belly of the Beast. Um, it's about, you know, the U.S. criminal justice system and in particular uh, in a women's prison and, um, you know, the abuses that have gone on there and the brave people, the, the former uh, people who were formerly imprisoned, who fight in the courts, in the U.S. courts to make important changes there. And, you know, and, and most of the women prisoners who have been abused are, are women of color. So this is a, a big social justice issue film, and it's the opening night of the, the festival, as well as the closing night of the festival is it is a is a, we're really excited about it's a film called gather and it's about uh native americans and returning to um their food sovereignty so finding the ancient foods that their ancestors relied on and bringing that back into the community because a lot of these a lot of these um tri- you know the a lot of the native american tribes they live in what are called food deserts where there is no like natural farms and farm to table or anything like that. There's just gas stations with very poor food choices. And so this is a really, it's a really important way for them to reclaim their, their the power of their, their ancestors and to bring it forward into the new generations. It's a beautiful film. And that's a certainly a strong social justice film.